The Gibralfaro Castle and Alcazabar in Malaga City. The Gibralfaro. Dominating the central part of the city of Malaga is the hill known as the Gibralfaro. The name comes from the Arabic Yabal, mountain, and the Greek Faruk, which means lighthouse, hence Gibralfaro. It is interesting to speculate whether the Phoenicians did actually use the hill as a lighthouse. There was certainly a settlement there, built on terraces with its own defences. Both settlement and defences were extended by the Romans. The name of the hill is normally given to the castle that sits upon it, so you can talk about the castle at Malaga and the Gibralfaro at Malaga. The terms are interchangeable. Building the Alcazabar and Gibralfaro the Moors arrived in 711 AD, but it was not until 1050 AD that the King of Granada, Badis el Ziri, ordered the building of an Alcazabar to be used as a royal residence and to protect the town beneath its walls from the pirates who were increasingly threatening coastal settlements. Until the 14th century, this was of little concern. However, the introduction of cannon fired by gunpowder made the Alcazabar vulnerable from this highest point, the Gibraltaro, just a couple of hundred metres away. Yusuf I, Sultan of Granada, from 1333 to 1354, ordered the building of a castle and more improvements to the Alcazabar. This is the chap who also had the Gate of Justice in Granada built now the entrance to the Alhambra Palace. Zigzagging between the castle and the Alcazabar, there is a double wall that forms a protected passageway between the two complexes. This feature is known as a coracha, and part of it can be seen through the trees in the two images above. Within the imposing wall of the castle, there is a deep well to secure a water supply, and terraces laid out with herb and fruit gardens to supplement the diet of the defenders. Two large ovens supplied bread. For a time, Malaga was considered the most impregnable fortress on the Iberian Peninsula. Gibralfaro finally taken. Just over a hundred years later, in 1487, the defences were put to the test when Ferdinand II of Aragon and Isabella I of Castile laid siege to the city. This was the first recorded conflict in which both defensive and attacking sides used gunpowder. The Malagueños lasted three months before surrendering. Following the siege, Ferdinand and Isabella must have had a tiff. He took up residence in the Alcazabar whilst she slept in the town. Or perhaps she just did not like climbing the hill. The castle was occupied by the military right through until 1925 serving as a garrison and then as a training establishment. During this time, it saw a little action. In 1656, the castle was bombarded by five British frigates during the Anglo-Spanish War. The damage was minimal. Then, in 1810, the city was occupied by the French during the Peninsular War. In July 1873, during the Cantonal Revolution, Malaga was one of the cities in Spain that, disgruntled with the short-lived First Republic government, decided to unilaterally declare independence 
by becoming a self-governing canton. The Gibraltaro was the main defensive position manned by militia, who would rather have been at home with their families. Less than a month later, on the 3rd of August, Malaga surrendered to a detachment of gendarmes and a few members of the Line Regiment, who had not gone over to the Cantonist side, led by General Pavia. Visiting the Alcazabar The tour of the Alcazabar and Gibraltaro usually starts at the Alcazabar, where you can buy a ticket that gains you entrance to both. The Alcazabar, although a little smaller, is as beautiful as the one at Almeria or Granada. Courtyards intersperse the formal gardens with ornately decorated rooms leading off. Water features play a prominent role, cooling and refreshing the air. It is, altogether, a delightful place. Within some of the rooms you will see displays of Moorish glassware, richly coloured, fit for the sultans that used it. After the coolness within the Alcazabar, it is a shock to find that, if you are walking, the path to the Gibraltaro is outside the walls, up the side of the hill itself. What would have been bare earth and rock has now been transformed into gardens, with the path zigzagging up through shrubs and flowers. A breathless climb brings you out at the Parador Hotel, from where it is a short stroll to the entrance to the Gibraltaro. Visiting the Gibraltaro. The main courtyard as you enter the castle houses an interpretation centre, formerly the military museum, with an exhibition of the history of the Gibraltaro as seen by its occupants through time. You can climb the Torre Mayor for a spectacular view over the city. The main courtyard also contains a well, reputedly Phoenician, together with the remains of a bathhouse and a later well that was dug 40 metres down through solid rock. Below the main courtyard is a second courtyard. This used to be for the barracks and stables. The distinctive tower facing northeast is the Torre Blanca. From this tower you can patrol the battlements and enjoy a 360 degree panorama of the city, the bay, the coast west and east and the mountains.